CrossPolitik begins in 3, 2, 1. I'm a heart that breaks for a dying city. Stop cursing your future. <laughs> Is not true. For all intents and purposes, I am a woman. No government, no political system has ultimate supremacy. Jesus is King of Kings, and it's about time our nation returned in humble submission to His Lordship. You are not protecting women. You are authorizing the destruction of 500,000 little women every year. I didn't start it. But sir, sir, with all due respect, that's the argument of a five-year-old. I didn't start it. Right, when the Spirit comes upon people, they go to war. They go to battle, and the enemies of God are driven back, and they're slaughtered. You are listening to Cross Politic with Gabe Wrench, the Water Boy, Pastor Toby Sumter, and the Chocolate Knox. Since God is slow to anger and patient, then why, when man first sinned, was his wrath and punishment so severe and long lasting? Time out. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we just have that question a second ago? We did. Yeah, it's a little, little, little nuance. That God's punishment for Adam was so severe. This creature from the dirt defied <laughs> the everlasting holy God. After that, God had said, the day that you shall eat of it, you shall surely die. And instead of dying, Thanatos, that day, he lived another day and was clothed in his nakedness mm -hmm. by pure grace and had the consequences of a curse applied for quite some time. But the worst curse would come upon the one who seduced him, whose head would be crushed by the seed of the woman. And the punishment was too severe? What's wrong with you people? I'm serious. I mean, this is what's wrong with the Christian church today. We don't know who God is. And we don't know who we are. Oh, man. Oh. Well, welcome to Cross Politic, everybody, and Merry Christmas. And if you don't know wow. who that theologian is, you've not lived. What's wrong with you people? What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? I was thinking about it. There's not a Christian in America, or probably really right now, parts of the world even, that haven't been blessed in one way by that man's ministry. Yeah, right. Arsene Sproul. Yeah, in one way or another. Yeah. There is not a Christian it, today. No, I was, I was actually really... I was really Encourage. I mean, I was excited and encouraged to see. I mean, R.C. Sproul was trending on Twitter yesterday. Yeah. Yes, he was. Oh, uh, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, you know what? I mean, for all the for all the problems, for all that's wrong with us people, um, you know, it was. It's really been encouraging to to hear and and read remembrances and and read yeah. little stories. I yeah. I read you know a few of the tributes that have been posted about him. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Did you see the one that John Piper wrote? No, I haven't seen um, that one yet. He, it was it was a really good one, and and uh, the the thing at the end, the very end, he tells a little story um, of a time when Sproul had spoken at a conference uh, there, at desiring God, and uh, and um, and Sproul had spoken about faith, and he said, you know, faith is like a chair, and you and you know, and you, you have to sit in it, you have to trust oh, it, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, you know, and that's 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 what faith is like. And then then he got done, and then it was Piper's turn, and Piper got up and said, you know, it is a chair, but. It's more than that," he said. "You, you it's not. You got to love the chair. You have to love the chair. Love that way." And 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 Piper says afterwards, um, you know, uh, he he had or maybe maybe Piper was down speaking. At his, I can't remember which conference is that, but I think Piper had to sneak out really quick afterwards, or Sproul had to sneak out afterwards really quickly. And anyways, as they're walking out, he's had to like finish and walk out, and he walks out, 
as he's walking out, Sproul pulled him aside just really quickly and looked at him and just said, I love the chair. <laughs> and uh and 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 piper just said like he, he you know he just really appreciated it. and you realize you know i mean you know, somebody with really thin skin could feel like you know piper was kind of like stepping on him you know right, you know and like right, dissing right. him like or something making a point above yeah like better, you know, bettering bettering him. Him. Yeah, yeah. but 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 sprawl just leaned in and just said absolutely i love the chair yeah and i want to be like that just t- yeah, yeah i mean it just yeah. tells you like the kind of man he is like you yeah. know you love the truth Right, you love you love Christ. You love the truth. It's not about you. Yeah, it's not about people think you know liking you, respecting you. Just you just love the truth, and you want the people to know the truth and love the truth. And when somebody comes out and points out another part of the truth, it's like that's glorious. Yeah, and for my dad, I remember um, just talking to him about RC Sproul because he's heavily influenced by RC Sproul. Yeah, and just um, uh, oh man, your your dad and RC like they might be hanging out right now. They uh, yeah, they are man. Amen. You know that's amazing. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, how about that? Man, don't be doing that right now. I know. I know. Come on, Toby. <laughs> Sorry. You can get some tears up in here. <laughs> That's just smoke in your eyes. Man. And, a little smoke. And just like how R.C. Sproul is kind of the crossover between a theologian and practical Christianity. Yeah. Amen. You know, and I think that's probably what he's probably yeah. most, me, most well known for is just kind of his holiness, his practical holiness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and everything. So, Growing yeah. up in a charismatic background, black church background, there's not a lot of um, reformed white preachers that make it into that circle. There's only a few I can think of. Piper does more now. Right. Uh, but back back in the day, it was James White because of his um, teaching on Islam. And uh, that, that was always an issue. So he kind of creeped okay. in. And then R.C. Sproul, for whatever reason, he did too. He did. He, and he, he crept in. And I remember my experience with him was it was like story time when the show would come on. And I loved his opening, you know, uh, uh-huh. the, the overture. Uh-huh. Uh, Handel, was it Handel Messiah? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I loved that. So that's what, I was <laughs> that, like, man, one yeah. day I'm going to sample that and put it on a hip-hop beat, you know? Like, <laughs> and so that's what made me start listening to him. And he, I would just come every night and listen to him. And I was like, who knows their Bible like this? And mm. I remember being so impressed, especially in the charismatic background. His strength was that he knew what Scripture said about a topic. Yeah. This is what the Bible said. This is, And I remember saying, wow, I just have a bunch of feelings and emotions, and I trust the Bible about this, but... He actually would go to war with this thing, right. and I remember just like I want to, I want that, I need more yeah. of that. Now we used to That's make neat. me sit to him, listen to him every night. That's really neat. That was so, yeah. That's, he's a huge blessing, man. A huge blessing. Yeah. That's so, cool. Yeah. Hey, you guys, it's snowing outside. Mm. Northern Idaho. Yeah. It's snowing. Yeah. <laughs> David. Come on, you're from Come Minneapolis, on. bro. I know. I just left from there. <laughs> I left there for a reason. <laughs> Uh, but it's cold in Minneapolis. It is way colder in Minneapolis oh, it's, than Idaho. It's windy. There's a lot more snow. Oh, yeah. more no, snow? the snow is about. I mean, it can be the same, but here yeah. it melts. Minneapolis, it doesn't it just, melt. It stays. No, it just and stays. there's this thing yep. called the hawk. What's this? It's just like when it gets cold outside, the hawk is just like breathing on your windows. It goes through your clothes, the coldness. Mm. I mean, I'm serious, guys. You can have on seven layers of clothes, and when you step outside, it it's like you're outside in your it's, long johns. It don't matter. It don't windy, matter. Windy, cold, it, a little more yeah, humid. Yeah, oh, it, it will yep. rip you know, it's, it's all, all it's the above. It's starting to feel a little like Christmas, though. Yeah. It is. Guys, yeah. you know, like I can do Christmas in the Bahamas. No. I don't have to have snow. Ooh, I don't know if hey, I can. Jesus didn't have snow in Christmas. Hell. No. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have no snow. <laughs> we I, don't need no snow. I, I bet he wished he did. <laughs> <laughs> no, if he wanted, to, come on, man. If Jesus wanted snow, there'd be snow, but there wasn't no snow. So yeah. I'm grateful for that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait, you, you tell me that Jesus is not this, you know, nice, like white dude with long blonde hair uh, in front of a fireplace. Is there some news to do? Smoking a peace pipe. <laughs> we, got, we, we got some news. <laughs> hey, before oh, we get into news, pretty real soon quick. we're going to be leaving them cookies and. Um, before we get into cross news i um, just want to again thank all the new cross members that have come on board wow Club members 
We've been giving away T-shirts. Wow. We found a stack of magnetic bumpers last week, so I was able to give away more magnetic bumpers this is week. This, this, is this deal still good? It's still good. All the way through uh, Christmas, man. Okay. Until January 1st. Okay, so through New Year's. So, yeah. So people mm-hmm. can sign up mm-hmm. to give a monthly donation and they're and they're become members. It's not a donation because we're an LLC. We chose to go LLC. Okay, okay. so it's not a monthly because donation. we didn't want to limit our free speech. That's need right. To, need to make yeah, that yeah, clear. that's right. So. That's right. So, but they sign up, become a member, get a T-shirt, get a magnet, magnetic wow. bumper sticker. They're and, pretty cool too. And uh, and and this is helping yeah. us grow cross yeah. politics. Amen. Yeah. Right. Get the word out there. Yeah. Um, does it also help? Um, fund your wardrobe choices. I was hoping we didn't have to talk about that. <laughs> don't, that now we got to take a picture and put it online. Don't feed the bears, man. Don't feed the bears. Hey, man, I'm just trying to spread some Christmas cheer, you know? Come on. I don't know, guys. Come on, sunshine. Uh, no. Uh, I don't know. So in case you guys are wondering, Gabe, we'll put a picture up. Gabe right now is sitting here in a white shirt, which isn't, you know, that's normal. White, white button down. That's normal. That's good. Red tie. Not so bad. Red Still tie. Still pretty normal. Kind Christmas bright, tie. Bright. But then he's got a green. Bright green. Bright green. Like, yeah, what? bright green. Elf green. Yeah, elf that, Thank you. Elf, elf green, green stoplight green <laughs> type jacket and matching pants that say Merry Christmas all over it. So with they no gave order. me a bunch of business cards that you guys can pass no, out here. Here we go. Who, here we go. No, what is this? <laughs> they stuffed it in my coat pocket. <laughs> is this going to help me with my Christmas list? Is this going to pay go, for my Christmas list? Yeah, go buy one. Oh, what does, is this? It does, it does look like a used car salesman. No. Hey, hey this is machine washable. That's a. <laughs> <laughs> it, mm, it needs a fire. No, so much. No, <laughs> we'll post a picture online. You better get to the news. We'll no. post a pic. Let's get into the news. Hey, so. hey, let's just apologize for the picture right now. We're um, sorry. I'm so sorry. We're sorry about that. That's so not going to help people want to give to us. So I'm the, just saying. Um, a couple things here. The big GOP uh, tax plan, with everything that Roy been going on with Roy Moore and, and um, Doug Jones and everything, we've kind of missing something big that's happening right now. The tax with, thing. The, the big tax thing. So GOP, uh, the GOP got a big tax plan that they're trying to push through. And, and Huffington Post did kind of an article on it. And, and basically kind of poo-pooing a lot of the stuff. And, and the, the bill, these bills are usually packed full with good stuff and bad stuff. I mean, they can't get it right, but... Um, it's kind of like putting bad stuff in water. And the Huffington Post, the, the article is labeled the, the most radical aspects of the GOP tax bill. The six most radical aspects of the GOP tax bill. Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. One. So, number one, uh, dramatically reduce the corporate tax rate. So go from 35%, which is the corporate tax rate now, to 20%. Um, <laughs> which is... Insane. That's, it's like that, that's, that's radical to the Huffington Post. Then that's bad. bad. Yeah, then that's bad, right? Mm. Um, we are one of the most least competitive countries in the in the world regarding corporate taxes. Um, uh, I think Ireland's got the best, which is around ten or eleven percent. How about that? Well, how about that? Yeah. Um, and uh, this is why Google has all their patents through Ireland, so none of their patented technology gets taxed at the corporate tax rate. <laughs> Facebook has all their right. patents through Ireland. A lot right. of these. Um, companies do that. Okay. Um, that's so number one. Not, that's number one. Number two, creating a big new tax deduction for private school tuition. <laughs> well, we're, yeah, we're, that, already, we're paying double, right? right? Yeah, I'm yeah, paying for my yeah. kids, and then and I'm paying else's. for the government schools, and then the, the Huffington Post is is mad about that. That's radical. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, no, but we're going to get a higher why, tax deduction. Why are they mad about that, Gabe? Because they don't support private yeah, schools. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't support them. And either. we can't help educate I just them have under to. the Caesar brand. The difference anymore. is, I have to. I got a gun on my head if I don't. Yeah. Encouraging uh, corporations to automate without um, uh, any help for displaced workers. So basically, you get higher tax deductions for um, buying technology to automate. Um, there's all kinds of, I get into this, but there's all kinds all right. of 
um, extreme, uh, extreme laws um, that go into the kind of equipment you buy, what kind of equipment right. you can get taxed on, yeah. or you can get tax deductions for what kind of equipment you can't, okay. yada, yada, yada. They basically have, um, the GOP have added, you know, being able to allow corporations to uh, get a higher tax deduction for this kind of automation equipment, which is, all right. automation's always been good. That's yeah. what's crazy. Mm-hmm. A lot of these uh, um, jobs that can be done through through robots give the ability for people to do better jobs, to do more well, work. And work, when you're going to charge me, uh, uh, you know, a minimum uh-huh. wage is mm-hmm. ridiculous. <laughs> right. 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 Anyway. Number four. Number four. Um, setting the stage for cuts to Social Security, Medicare, to Medicaid. You have to do that. But what does that mean? Um, I don't even know. I don't even know what setting the stage is. Setting the stage. Um, so let me let me. <laughs> yeah. I, I charge you with setting the stage. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's the charge. It's a slippery slope charge. I accuse you of setting the stage. Yeah. yeah and then you know, and they might be right. Yeah. Right. And and yeah. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> Maybe we got to do it. Keep talking amongst yourselves. I'll find it out real quick. Yeah. Number, number, number five. Let's do number okay, five. Let's go number five. Um, rejecting a proposal to expand a tax credit for families with children in order to reduce the corporate tax rate even more. Um, so they, um, Wait, they're actually, on. but I heard that they like, yeah, doubled a bunch of it mm-hmm. or like, like, was so it they, like- they did. And I think Rubio and, uh, kind of stepped in to actually increase it. And they, so this and is going to make, this is going to make the HuffPo even matter. All right. <laughs> um, and number six, all but eliminating the estate tax for the country's wealthiest households, the death tax. So when you, if you're rich, you die, the government gets about 50% of that. And if it's all land, um, yeah. if it's all land, you have to pay taxes on that land. So let's say let's say the dad had a bunch of land, didn't have tons of money. Um, let's say he had a million dollars worth of land, didn't have tons of money. They'd have to pay taxes on that land when he dies. Yeah, and it's just insane. And so there's so many families have lost their inheritance because they had to sell that house to be able to pay the government for their taxes. Right. So all right, number seven. There you go. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's, 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 that's oh, six. Six. yeah. Oh man. So the, yeah, the main the main thing that I was think like I've just seen headlines. I haven't read into it really mm-hmm. in depth, but I see like there's all these like tax cuts, and then there's a bunch of like tax credits. Mm-hmm. So they like increase the child tax credit and the deduction, the, the whatever what's it called standard deduction. Yeah, yep. And and so like I'm like not really you know an economist or anything, um, but basically they've said they're 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 taking less money in. And they're giving a lot of more money out. And I mean, I'm not like really good at math or anything. No, no. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that's it's not a balanced budget. Mm. Well, but but here's the deal. Um, this is why I said there's good and bad in it because they're raising taxes in other areas. Whenever whenever this happens, right? It's it's kind of you, where you, do we, where you, you see raising, the right hand, but you don't see the left hand where, doing it. Do we know where they're bad. raising the taxes? Um, I I. I saw some stuff. I can't remember yeah. exactly some of the I things that. Have, but when they start saying, do that. I mean, I, I'm still get. I just get really nervous when they start talking about all the money they're going to get. Like, I mean, they're giving. They're going to give a bunch of tax credit money out. Yeah. And a bigger deduction, and it's. It the thing is, is that it's still the problem is, is that it's not their money. That's oh, come on now. I was yeah. just about to say yeah. that. It's, That's right. not your money. It's not their money, and it's and it's it's not their money, and it's not my money. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, if if it really is a, a return, like you know, like you paid the money in and like they they, they took it out of your check and right. they're giving it back to you, okay, yeah. fine. They shouldn't have taken it, but you know, but but the 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 fact that a, this the money is not theirs to give and it, and then it's not mine, mm-hmm. yeah, to mm-hmm. take, yeah, yeah. And I, I think um and, Steve, Steve Dace tweeted. He said, "You want to fix all the tax loopholes, problems, and all that." Yeah. Is don't take anybody's money out of their check pre-tax, yes. pre-prepayment, right? Yes. Yep. And, that would, and that would simplify everything. Like, yep. 
Just, I mean, if 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 they want to, like, just stop it. Stop taking the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and 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 then figure out a very simple way to like where wherever you're going to take, like, just make it simple. Take a certain. But why are they taking money? Why are they taking well, money? Well, there's a there is an appropriate there is an appropriate role. Yeah. It's way over bloated, but yeah. there is a role for government. Sure. There is there is a role. Sure. And so there, there is, it is right and proper that there be some taxation. Sure. But we're talking about this, like, you know, it's the difference between a, you know, an overweight elephant and a, you yeah. know, and a, and a small, yeah. you know, house. How cat. come it never goes the other way around? Instead of worrying about the whole tax thing, how about this? We're going to, we could, no one said, hey, you know what? This is what it takes to really run the government, period. <laughs> like actually right. cutting stuff that we don't need, right. trimming the fat. Right. Um, you know, Ron Paul is the only person I know who talks like this. I know. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and say, look, this is what we need, and everything else we're not going to tax. Right. We don't need that. <laughs> this is all your money anyway. This is what we need right. to actually just run the government, just the, basic that, running the government. Because all the people that are in charge of actually running the government, <sighs> it, that would mean them losing their jobs. And well, but you also know how when a boss lords something over you, they find, um, they create legislation, they create ways of taxing you at every step of the way. Yeah, yeah that's, right? that's funny. So that's they, exactly what, that's like what God they're told lording over Israel, us. hey, we yeah. want a king. Oh, do you? Yep. Yeah, right. Yeah. So they're, they're going to tax our gas. They're going to mug they, you on the way in and they're going to yeah, mug you, mug you on, on the way, way out. out. Right, exactly. <laughs> They they tax our paychecks when we when we get our paychecks, and then when we go to the gas station, they tax and then, our gas. And then when and then we when complain, we go, yep. when we complain, they say, "Hey, we'll give you some of this other money we got. You know, have some more kids, and we'll give you an extra thirty dollars." Right. That's like uh, yeah, they're just paying us yeah. off. Hey, you know what we didn't talk about at the top of the show? What? George Grant. Mm. He's actually coming on Cross. That's right. That the next right. segment next we're going to have George Grant. Yes. Pastor Doctor George Grant, who, the who, good bishop. Who is going to start blogging for us? He's writing for us. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Crosspolitik.com. Look up George Grant's blog. Yes. I already changed that. (laughs) George Grant. When we come back on Crosspolitik. For 21 years and counting, New St. Andrews College has sought to obey Christ's great commission to disciple nations and build him a house. Not just in Jerusalem, but throughout the world. Not with stones and mortar, but with living stones. We build and fight. This is the task of a Christian liberal arts college, to equip students with the tools to build and fight. And this is our joyful task as we seek to graduate leaders who shape culture through wise and victorious living. To learn more, check us out online at nsa.edu. Canon Press is a publishing house located in Moscow, Idaho. Canon Press, we create and provide products that sketch a vision of the whole life, a whole culture, a life full of beauty, tradition, education, community, laughter, and celebration, unashamed of Christ, and sharply at odds with the values of modernity, a mature culture with the church at the center, living out the good life, one family at a time. We believe our book, audio, and visual selections reflect this exciting life that God has given us under the sun. As the wisest man said, go eat your bread with joy and drink your wine with a merry heart, for God has already accepted your works. Canonpress.com. Welcome back to Cross Politic. With us today, we are very grateful to have Pastor George Grant. We got him. Yeah, he's on the line. Uh, Dr. George Grant is the pastor of Parish Presbyterian Church, founder of New College Franklin, president of the King's Meadow Study Center, and founder 
of Franklin Classical School. He's the author of dozens of books. If you've never heard of him, I don't know where you've been. Yeah. In the areas of history, biography, politics, literature, social criticism, has written hundreds of essays, articles, columns. His work on behalf of the homeless and for international relief and development, yeah. uh, also racial reconciliation for the sanctity of life, has been profiled in a number of places, such as Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, Focus wow. on the Family, 700 Club, Coral Ridge Hour, Point of View, Crossfire, World Magazine, and Christianity Today. Uh, Dr. Grant, you live in Franklin, Tennessee with your wife, mm. and you have dogs, it says. How many? <laughs> presently we're down to one oh. down to one it's, it, it's it's pretty bleak around here uh, at, at the peak we had five all right but wow okay. yeah that's is, good. is this is this what empty nesters do <laughs> start uh, collecting dogs <laughs> or, or cats yeah it says you have three grown children and four grandchildren yes and uh and congratulations on all that and thanks for being on cross politic Hey, thanks. I'm I'm delighted to be with you guys. Now, hey, you know you know who serves as a deacon at his church? Who? Ian Kern. What? Yeah. 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 That's true. Wow. I heard all kinds of things today. How did that happen, George? <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, boy. one of the things about Ian is if you cut him, he bleeds deacon. Oh, oh. Is a deacon. well, yeah. praise the Lord. <laughs> yeah, I, I somehow I believe that. Yeah, Some, he yeah. was he yeah. was a classmate of mine at New St Andrews College. I, I was his roommate way back in, in the day. So yeah, I, I, that's so great. I uh -huh. believe that. So we've yeah. got we've got twenty one questions for uh -oh. for, for you, and, and this is <laughs> we've we've never done this before with one of our with our interviewee, but we thought we'd try something different and new. And you're, you're such a seasoned soul. We figure we might as well just you know give you the. Machine gun oh, effect. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. All right. Okay. I'll start us off. Question number one. What is the best Bible translation? And I'm assuming I can't say Septuagint. <laughs> so <laughs> I, <laughs> I preach from the ESV. I uh, read devotionally from the KJV. Uh, but my favorite book, uh, 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 series of books, in uh, particularly the wisdom literature, uh, are the translations of the old ASV. Wow. So hmm. there you go. All right. Cool. All Keep right. Hey, our uh, our brother, Dr. R.C. Sproul, passed away into glory yesterday. That's right. Tell us, tell our listeners, the I don't know, the most important thing you think that we should remember and celebrate about uh, Dr. R.C. Sproul. Dr. Sproul was a genius who could speak to anybody and communicate the most complex truths in the simplest and clearest fashion, and always, always, with a rapier wit and a hearty laugh, he was yeah, that's right. all man. Mm. That's right. Amen. Amen. Um, can Christians vote Democrat? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Clinton or Trump? No. Neither. Neither. <laughs> Getting trickier. Obama or Romney? Yeah, it's, that's a little squishy, but um, that's that's pretty much almost a no. But, um, but Romney, d d despite all of the weirdness and the strange underwear, uh, <laughs> is, uh, is a man of character. Interesting. All right, all right. Uh, how, what's your wife's name and how long you've been married? And tell us you know, one of your favorite things about her. My wife is Karen, 
and we have been married 43 years. She's wow. an astonishingly gifted cook. Uh, she's a great mom and grandmom. But most of all, she has put up with me for nearly half a century. Man, <laughs> I know that that Amen. almost a centennial. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, where are we? Where are we at? Oh, uh, oh yeah. Seven. Oh, ooh, ooh, seven, uh, I'm gonna jump to eight. I'm gonna jump okay. to eight because yeah. he's Presbyterian, oh. so we know his kids are baptized. So I'm gonna yep. jump to number eight. Uh, <laughs> should babies be baptized? Uh, babies of Christians should be baptized. Yes. What? Right. why because of covenant theology because uh covenant theology is the embrace of families and communities it's multi-generational and uh, because the mark of the covenant in the old testament circumcision is explicitly in colossians chapter 2 uh conflated with the new testament mark baptism yeah. There you go. That's right. You heard the Bible. You didn't yeah. just hear George. Okay. You heard the Bible. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna step in as a Baptist. Um, but they haven't made professions. Uh, well, there there have been uh, times where professions precede baptism. Of course, uh, that's uh, for people like me who grew up in non-Christian homes. Uh, I came to Christ outside of the covenant and came into the covenant uh, through faith and regeneration. And so I received baptism after profession. Uh, But what we see in the New Testament over and over and over again, uh, for instance, in the household of Cornelius with a Philippian jailer, is whole households coming in uh, all at once. Come on! Should there be the same standard for church leaders as politicians, uh, you know, in the in the order for Christians to vote for them? Um, you know, basically, uh, you know, uh, King David was a politician, but he couldn't be an elder. Um, you know, I don't know. That's a tricky one. <laughs> yeah, I, what I would say is that uh, Christian leaders, uh, if we're talking about uh, pastors and elders. Uh, If you're talking about deacons, uh, there are very clear standards uh, in the New Testament. First Timothy, uh, second Timothy, uh, uh, in the book of Titus, we see this very, very high standard. And that's a lot higher standard than what uh, we might hold a politician to. And I'll I'll just add there is we should all be striving for those for those standards. Like, amen. Like amen. Those, God's, God's calling that, us to holiness, which is where we should all be going. Woman. Yeah, right. You bet. Right. You bet. What is the state of the Christian church today in America, Pastor Grant? Ichabod. <laughs> Uh-oh. That was one word. <laughs> we're, we're, we're in dire straits. Uh, we have uh, abandoned our high and holy calling, and... Judgment begins at the house of God. Amen. And so what we're seeing right now in American culture, the unraveling of American culture, uh, is uh, directly attributable to the failure of the church to proclaim the gospel, to model the gospel, to live the gospel, uh, and to stand with great courage before wickedness. Where where do you think we are failing the worst? Well, I think uh, the, the, the worst failure in the modern american church is in the pulpits mm. yeah absolutely in, in, in what way 
David David well, just I, died I, over here. <laughs> that, oh. was a, that was his last breath. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, I think that uh, that by failing to preach the word of God unstintingly uh, and applying it to the whole of life, instead uh, pro- proclaiming therapeutic niceties. I think that what we've done is we've robbed God's people and we've unleashed upon them uh, that proverbial Old Testament famine of the Word of God. Do it! Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, Do it! Um, <laughs> is there such thing as white privilege? And if yes. there is, where can I buy a bag of it at? <laughs> is it for sale? <laughs> Uh, you know, majority cultures always have advantages over minority cultures. That's that's the nature of uh, of human cultures. Uh, that's the nature of fallen man. Uh, we can legislate against it, but the only way that that things like uh, the um, you know the overweening privilege of one class or race over another uh, is by um, the the service of the church of the living God, uh, where all men come to the cross and meet there Amen. Uh, yeah. in, uh, in his grace and his mercy. Is the majority culture now the LGBT movement? Hey, that's, that's, that's is not that, on the list. I know, that's I know. That's not on the list. What are you doing? You, you, this pop made question. A, you made a pop, question up. Pop question. Uh, <laughs> anyway, go ahead. We'll give you this one. We'll call it 20-something. Yeah, Questions. That is, that is not the majority culture, but that is the revolutionary impulse. Mm. Uh, 20 years ago, I wrote a book called uh, Legislating Immorality, in which I uh, sadly uh, uh, saw all, you know this fast train coming, and uh, mo- most mm. folks thought that I was um, you know, exercising great hyperbole, <laughs> uh, but but there is there is a revolutionary impulse. I think. Uh, the, the all of the stuff that we see right now with the Me Too movement, uh, while mm. I I very much welcome uh, the exposure of of predators in our culture. Absolutely, uh, it's there is a revolutionary impulse behind this that is not rooted in a real reforming of morals. Instead, what we see is uh, the opportunity for people who have been abused. Uh, to rise up in a kind of peasant's revolt and burn down the castle. Hmm. Hmm. What, what's So picking up on that, we had a question on our list. What's the deal with this new sexual assault avalanche? Is America growing a conscience? America is uh, sadly not growing a conscience. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> if we were growing a conscience, uh, we'd be abandoning... Uh, the filth that uh, pours forth from Hollywood and on television and Netflix mm. and everywhere else, uh, we'd be really reshaping our hearts and our lives. Uh, but instead, what, what we see is just another manifestation of the revolutionary impulse that has been a part of American culture and life uh, for about 50 years now. We, we have become a revolutionary society. Um, oh boy, this is so good. I just, I keep wanting to go back to like another question on that last one, but I won't do that. I won't do that. You gotta keep moving. I won't pull a game. (laughs) Discipline. Um, Discipline. But in spite of it, so kind of connect to your last question, your last answer. What is then going to cause a revival in America? 
Well, revival begins as uh, the Holy Spirit pours out power on the church. And uh, normally that occurs when the church uh, goes beseechingly before the throne, crying out, Lord, send your power upon us, transform us, start right here. Uh, But before you clean up the rest of the culture, Lord, clean us up come lord jesus that's when revival comes how how in all this um where is the place fathers are feeling most in our culture time spending time uh, with children uh it's it's a, a very simple thing you know the, the the picture that we have in deuteronomy chapter six of uh, uh, of teaching our children as we walk uh, in the way it, that that just requires time, spending actual time with our children. We've become so busy, so harried, uh, we've got so many activities that we actually have failed in relationships. We mm-hmm. substitute these digital relationships for the real ones, and right, right. Uh, it's endemic in the home. Uh, you know, uh, families don't have dinner time anymore. That's for real. Two gay guys walk into your church, and they want to join. Go. <laughs> well, first of all, it's not like walking into a bakery and ordering a cake. That's right. Uh, when when you join a church, there's a process, and it's a discipling process, uh, one of uh, submission and discovery. And so if uh, two gay guys uh, came into our church, and in fact we have, uh, oftentimes, people that are wrestling with uh, homosexuality uh, or who may be walking in that lifestyle who do visit our church, our obligation is to bring the gospel to them, and uh, if they desire to bring themselves in submission uh, to the call of the gospel, then glory. That's great. Amen. And uh, we'll walk out the details. That was really good. How about uh, riddle me this one? Um, we live in northern Idaho. We live in um, the only town in the northwest that's doing below the belt of transgendered surgeries. A husband who formerly um, used to be a girl or whatever you want to call it and a girl who formerly used to be a guy and their husband and marry their husband and wife and they walk into your church, want to become Christians and join your church. How do you untie that situation? How do you untangle that situation? Well, they will never completely untangle that situation. We Mm. have uh, all kinds of uh, scars, every single one of us, from the sins that we've committed in the past. Um, You know, if we smoke for 40 years, uh, we can quit, repent, call on the name of Jesus, but our lungs are still going to be messed up. Uh, Mm. If you undergo uh, gender uh, a reassignment surgery, you know, that's, uh, you, you under the knife and that's, that's pretty permanent. Uh, you take hormones for a certain number of years and that's going to affect your body for forever. Uh, the good news is that the kingdom of God is not set aside by, for normal people or a particular category of people. It's set aside for sinners Amen. who come before the Lord for grace. Missionaries in Uganda have to wrestle all the time with uh, the problem of, um, of uh, multiple wives in, 
in their villages. Uh, if uh, if a village comes to Christ, a man comes to Christ, and he's got five wives, and each of them has children, how do you undo that? Mm. Well, you, you don't undo that. You walk through it as carefully and as biblically as you can, and you slowly reform these families uh, and see them transformed by the gospel. It requires a lot of sacrifice and a lot of hard calls, but um, but it is a part of the process that all of us must undergo. Every single sinner faces the same dilemma, uh, just uh, sometimes not so visible. George, I know you're a big uh, student of church history. Who is your favorite character from church history and why? Oh goodness gracious! Which which era? I've got great, I've got great heroes in every era. I, I knew uh, I knew that would be a mean question. You know, to, to, uh, today I would have to say R.C. Sproul, mm. um, a uh, a man who was my mentor and friend, and uh, had on this generation an impact for the Reformed faith like almost no one else. Yeah. Uh, I have whole chunks of my library devoted to Spurgeon and to Thomas Chalmers, and I've got uh, the complete works of Augustine and pour over those. I have uh, peculiar little heroes uh, that are largely unknown, like Gerhard of Grota that, that I love dearly. But if I had to, to narrow it down to just one person that has affected me more than any other— it probably would have to be Francis Schaefer. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, we're coming to the end of it. I know you're so happy about that. Uh, <laughs> has any other show been more annoying than CrossPolitik? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I had to do a debate with uh, the president of Planned Parenthood Ooh. in the Ed Sullivan Theater in New York City uh, with an audience that was uh, completely hostile with a with a crew, camera crew, and um, and, and staff that was completely hostile, and uh, I, I would say that that one actually beat oh. cross politics. <laughs> so <and death. laughs> we're, we're better we're better than a debate with Planned Parenthood. That's low. That's low. <laughs> <laughs> As we bring this in for a landing, um, give us just, you know, I know this is crazy and insane, but give us the gospel in 60 seconds for those of us in the West who see the darkness coming. Uh, give us the gospel in 60 seconds for us, those of us seeing the dark days that we live in. You know, I, 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 we're recording this prior to Christmas. I was standing at Walgreens in line. Um, there's a long line and people were... Um, uh, checking out, and the and the clerk was saying, "Happy holidays, happy holidays, happy holidays." And I walked up to her and I said, "Merry Christmas." <laughs> and she looked at me, and her eyes brightened, and she said, "Yes." And I said, "My prayer for you is that Christ would bless you in this season." Mm. And mm. she wept. Mm. Wow. She wept. Mm. At Christmas time, we have the opportunity to say things evangelistically that we never get a chance to otherwise. Yeah, right. 
the gospel is so self-evident, the Apostle Paul says in Romans chapter 1, all you have to do is proclaim the truth. Just out with it. Hmm. Wow. Amen. Uh, so George is now blogging for Cross Politics. Yes, he is. He's we got, got him. He's got his own author's page <laughs> yes. with us that goes live today, which is Friday. We released the show Sunday night. So, guys, you got to check out his author page. Crosspolitik.com. Look for George Grant. And we're gonna and he's going to keep giving us good stuff. Check out his books. Yes, which will be on his author page also. Very good, yeah, and yeah. wonderful to have you with us, George. Thank you so much. So great to be with you guys. <laughs> Blessings and Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. More Cross Politic when we come back. This is Cy Timbrinke with Answer Anyone Apologetics. People often ask for a methodology for defending their faith. So I've come up with what I like to call the two-move checkmate. Step one. No matter what objection they give that contradicts the Bible, tell them this. That's not what the Bible says. I don't believe Noah's Ark was real. That's not what the Bible says. I don't believe that Jonah was in a big fish for three days. That's not what the Bible says. I don't believe that Jesus ever walked the earth. That's not what the Bible says. No matter their objection, that's not what the Bible says. What are they going to say? I don't believe your Bible, that dusty old book written by Bronze Age goat herders. Of course, to that an appropriate response would be, so what? Instead, I give them step two. You don't believe my Bible? So you don't believe that it's true. Well, obviously you believe in truth. So let me ask you this. Where do you get truth without God? Then you dismantle the absurdity of their response. Step one, that's not what the Bible says. Step two, where do you get truth without God? For more apologetic answers, visit www.proofthatgodexists.org. against the law. The reason people support Judge Moore in the state of Alabama is because he's a biblically based custom law of the Bible, the Mosaic English law. Homosexuality is a sin in the biblical sense. That is where Roy Moore is in the state of Alabama. Well, does he believe that the Christian Bible should be the law of the United States of America? This country was founded on the Christian Bible, <laughs> this founded country was, on the Mosaic Law, the this, Old Testament and the New Testament, Jake. This, this country has a separation of church and state. Oh, and stop. I will stop right there. I can't, <laughs> I can't, stay, I can't let it go any past Jake Taper, Tapper, whatever, Taper? It's okay. In this case, I'll There's, allow you to pull your Texan off on his name. All right. <laughs> whatever. Taper. I'm going to taper him off this show. <laughs> Um, there is no language in the Constitution regarding the separation of church and state. That was a letter that Thomas Jefferson wrote, and that language has been um, cut out right. by the Democrats as a as a bat. Right. The only only thing the Constitution says is that there is not an established church mm -hmm. of That's the United right. States. Mm -hmm. So right. we're not like England, where there's an official Church of England. Yeah, yep. there's no denomination, no Presbyterian yep. rule of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but you remember this is this has been said in our circles a lot nine out of the 13 colonies that ratified the constitution 
had denominations. They, they, had, they had established churches. Denominations. They had established churches. Massachusetts in, in the was a congregationalist. Right. Um, and then it goes from there. I can't remember what else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So what, in a, what a week, huh? Did you, did you guys followed the election? It's of, not over the, yet. You know, yeah. What? That's what I heard. <laughs> what? Uh, I There's watched, more? Roy Moore is hanging on. He's, he's not, he's he's not, not conceding. Oh, Roy. He's not seceded. Seceding. <laughs> that would be that would be something. He has not Con- conceded. Conceded. Yes. He's, he's not a... There we go. Yeah, I saw his uh, little speech that he posted yesterday yeah. uh, where he said that there are still written ballots being counted. Um, so... Mm. It, it, apparently, the Alabama Constitution says that if the um, if the vote is if it's close enough, if it's if it's less than one and a half percent, I think. Yep. Then um, there has to be uh, a re- then there has to be a recount. Yeah, okay. Yep. Um, it's right now. I think it's at two uh, percent or a little bit more. Yeah. Um. And but uh, there's still apparently some written ballots and but everybody's laughing. Military votes and all that. Right. Right. Don't think it's going to happen. But so so what's your what's your overall kind of what's kind of like the biblical eyes assessment of um, this race? Well, I think the biggest thing is, and um, and Pastor Doug Wilson has actually been blogging this heavily. But I I, I think the biggest thing, and I think he's absolutely right, is that um, there is there has been no attempt to use standards of biblical justice for adjudicating accusations right right and so and 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 unfortunately many conservative christians have just jumped on this bandwagon which is i don't even understand why like like good like otherwise reasonably solid christians have said because there are allegations he should step down because there are allegations he he should not be voted for and and what um Pastor Doug said in his his, his little follow up post on Wednesday morning or wherever, whenever it was right after the election, he okay. said, "You guys need to know who, those of you who are part of this yeah, so, yeah. shouting him down. You need to know that when they come for you, yep. making allegations about you that you do not understand where they came from or what they're about or how they." He says, "You need to know Ooh. that you did this to yourself." Yep. 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 Now, now the point isn't that we should then not care about allegations. No, no, no. The the point is that we need to receive allegations and accusations biblically. Right. Which means that there there needs to be a process of establishing the veracity of two or three witnesses to establish fact. And yep. someone some would yep. say some Christians would say because of that, because of that that you just said, let's let's do that, but let's do that with him not in the race. So step down. Sure. But and then let's but if, let's, but if you're doing that. You still can't be on the bandwagon. Yeah. So, so I mean, I can I can respect somebody who said who looked into the, all the details huh. and yeah. said, uh, given it all, I f- it feels murky enough to me. I don't feel my conscience is clean to vote for him. Yeah. Fine. I'm not talking about you. It's somebody who, who felt like they really looked into it and there was enough of it. But the people that are waving the flags, um, that are saying you cannot vote for this, this is horrible, and so on, and saying that it would be better. To have someone who is positively for the murder of babies mm-hmm. and for uh, the, Gay the marriage. sodomy yeah. uh, being proliferated in our culture, and that's that's admitted, that's in his documentation, it's open, his, yeah, open it's, and, and flagrant. Um, th- it, that's that's just ridiculous. You are getting played by the media. You're getting played by the left. Well, and also too, an accusation that takes someone out of the race is still doing the same thing. 
Right. So if, if an accusation, if I say accusation, like the people who are saying, well, since he has accusations, step down so that we can work this out and then we'll fill the shoes. Well, if accusations have the power to step, make you step down, then they're doing exactly what the enemy wants it to do still. Right. Right. They're still giving into <laughs> it. You're still giving into uh, yeah, it. Yeah, and I, and I want to still, so I would still want to caution those people. If, again, and that's why I say don't wave the flag. If you, if you feel like, you know, yeah, I just know enough. I'm close enough. Whatever. I'm concerned enough. I really can't, yeah. can't vote. Fine. Yeah. But you should not be leading the charge. For the lynching, right? Because of biblical standards, right? And if he stands there and says, I, "You know, I didn't do it. I'm innocent, and I'm not going to step down," um, I think you you do not want to be on the side of a lynch mob, right? Yeah. That's right, right? It, because because well, be, that's vigilante yeah. justice. That's right. And, and and if they can do it to him, they can do it to you. Yeah. yeah. And here's here's what's crazy about the whole thing. So um, Jeff Sessions was the guy that's being replaced in all this because Trump right. tapped him for his cabinet, right? Right. He was the senator of Alabama, and now he's the uh, attorney general. Yes. And um, no, the Democrats did not even put a guy against him to run against him when he ran six years ago or uh, however many years ago it was. Senators have six-year terms. And and they didn't even put a guy. He, he got 97% of the vote. Yeah. And then here you have a play where the Democrats say there's an opportunity. And all we're doing is allowing the Democrats to that their dirty tricks work. If this is a dirty trick, right. which there's po- high possibility it was, um, then we just gave in to the Democratic playbook. Right. And you kind of, if you kind of look but the at the thing it, is, Gabe, the thing is, is that <laughs> the GOP did this. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's Con- it. That's conservatives right. did this. I mean, yeah. yeah, I know the left was in it. Yeah, to add, well, to add but, all that, look but, at look at all the conservatives in this last month. Who've actually stepped down? Um, Kentucky had um, uh, three, I think, two or three legislators in the state get sexual harassment charges against them, and they stepped down. And it was, and some of them admitted to it. Right, but I'm talking Arizona I'm, I'm the talking same about, thing. Okay, I'm talking about I'm the you. conservative media. Absolutely, like the oh, conservative right. media. Yeah. David French ate the National guy. Review. Eight Roy yeah. Moore. Yeah, and yeah. and well, that's because he's guilty, right? Like that's. He's guilty. Uh, he did something bad. If right? you, I think, if I you, think Glenn if Beck you, didn't like him either. If you yell loud yeah. enough, it yeah. must be true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's that's. Um, this is actually George Grant mentioned this in in the in the twenty questions that we just did with him. Um, he he talked about the whole idea that we have this the revolutionary element, mm-hmm. the revolutionary yeah. element. This is the the revolutionary element. I think he said it's, it's been embedded in American culture for the last like fifty or sixty years. And that, that what he said? I, I think that's so. what he yeah. said. Yeah, fifty. Yeah. Um, but the it, this revolutionary mindset, this revolutionary worldview, is just it's it's anarchy. Mm, yeah, that, that's what it is. Right. And you can't mob say, mob rule. Yeah, and you can't say to anarchy, um, no. Right. Right. <laughs> like the, the the impulse of of anarchy, you say no, and anarchy says. Absolutely, yes. We'll, we'll devour you. There are no limits. Yeah. There are no limits. Well, Sullivan, Sullivan's running into that right now, isn't right. he? Yeah. What, uh, right. So um, uh, Andrew Sullivan uh, had an article. He's actually interviewed. And Andrew by, Sullivan, for our listeners, who is a conservative Roman Catholic homosexual yep. guy. My head just exploded. Yeah, right? I mean, you know, I coordinated a debate between him and Doug out here in Moscow, Idaho. You guys actually can catch it. Maybe I should link to that. Is too. it on? It's on YouTube. It's, it's on, on YouTube. Sure it's on YouTube. I mean, you know, I say conservative in quotes. I mean, he's sort of. Kind of, sort of conservative. I put him in quotes in my head, anyway. Yeah, good. Not. You know, but anyways, he's but he's homosexual, and um, I think he's professing Roman Catholic. I didn't know that part. Um, but anyways, yeah, there's some sort of a Roman Catholic or Episcopalian, but oh, okay, and, uh, you know, I can't remember. Anyways, um, but okay, what does he say? So you remember? Wait, before we get there, you remember in the debate? This happened three years ago, I think, with between Andrew Sullivan and Doug. Yeah, Doug kept pushing him and saying, "What's the limit? What's the limit?" 
polyamory, right? You know, transgender marriages, pedophilia, pedophilia, and and Andrew Sullivan saying, no, this is as far as it's going. Homosexual marriage, that's all. This all we want. This is for a good society. Remember, is is this good for good for is, the society? Is, is homosexual marriage good for society? Good for society. That's and, right. and and Andrew Sullivan was saying yes, and it stops right here, and it's going to stop there. And Doug said, there's no way to stop this. And now Andrew Sullivan, in this interview from National Review. Um, he said regarding the gay rights movement, this is really interesting. He said, generally speaking, my point of view is the whole point of a civil rights movement is to end. Oh, did he just connect that? You civil achieve okay. wow. certain so, things. Sorry, sorry David. Sorry. Oh, You're done. Now to get on with your lives, he argued. And I think it's one of the most <laughs> controversial things I've ever said in the gay community earlier on was my goal to shut the gay rights movement down because we've succeeded. So but, he wants to stop the pro- right there. The problem is, is that homosexual quote-unquote rights is not civil rights i'm just going to say that for you thank yeah, you there we go okay and <laughs> and the difference though is because civil rights is about justice real justice That's right. real justice the justice that god establishes in his word preach preach is an objective standard of justice and you can appeal to it outside of yourself homosexual marriage is not based in justice at all no. it's based on the revolutionary spirit Right. And deserves right. judgment. <laughs> There's and, a difference. It, it deserves judgment. But the thing is, that's his problem, though, is he thinks um, that it, I think he's actually right about civil rights in a sense. When you get justice, then you move on with you, your life. Right, right. Yeah. But the problem is, is you can't say we want to do this perverse thing. Yeah. And then we'll be done there. Yeah. Doing this perverse thing is based on your whims. Your yeah. lusts. Yeah, right. And, right. And, and your lusts don't stop. They just keep going. Right. You need to they, feed them. Yes. And yeah. so you can't say. Romans. Yeah, you can't yeah. just say, no, all I want is um, sodomy. Yeah. No, no. Th- no, next you want pedophilia. Yeah. Right. Next you want bestiality. Yeah, yeah, sodomy with what? Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, now, you know, <laughs> you know? now, yeah, now right. you have transgender that's surgery. That's right. You can't say no to lust. Unless you actually say no to lust. That's right. You know, you, from the beginning. Unless, unless, you right. unless you kill it. Unless you kill it. Yeah. Uh, but that's the difference. Right. And so I think this civil rights issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is actually, this is this is the connection. Yeah, that's right? right. Because in reality, and so so then all the word, you know, the word comes out from the election. Oh. That, David, did you know? David, did you know? Mm, <laughs> I did. That... Um, I just, I just did that. I kind of feel a little oh, bit surprised man. at myself. That was awesome. Um, that black women led the charge in electing Doug Jones? Not just that, but they saved evangelicalism. Black women saved black, evangelicalism. Black, Who wrote that article? Black women saved evangelicalism. I, I, so I found this article on the exchange and it's written by John C. Richards Jr., but but on whose blog? Ed, Ed Stetzer's. Yeah, Ed Stetzer. Ed Stetzer. Host, um, hosted by Christianity Today. No. Yeah, ChristianityToday.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Hosted that's where there. It's hosted there. Yeah. Voting for the Democrat who is for the killing of young children. Lots of black ones, and particularly those who are black, especially being in Alabama. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And for gay marriage, women, black women, even saved evangelicalism because they vote for that guy. Then I don't want to be a part of the evangelicalism that they're saving. Right. It's incoherent. What mm. in the world right. would make you think? Now, now, now. It's suicide. The, the, what's, what people are saying now, they're saying on the other side of this is you want me to vote for a pedophile and a racist? Right. That's, so that's how they're viewing more. These are people in Alabama. I got family in Alabama. Yeah. And their, their view of more is that he's a racist and he's a pedophile. And so my question has always been, is he guilty of any of the two? Can you show me where this is? Right. 
And so I'm just telling you the narrative. The story is, well, just because he hasn't been tried doesn't mean that the accusations aren't true. Right. And, <laughs> we, and we just, just because he hasn't been tried yeah. doesn't mean the accusations are, are false. Are, uh, that's, <laughs> exactly, that's exactly right. But what, so what they're trying to say is that we don't care as Christians, white evangelical Christians don't care whether or not he's a pedophile or yeah. a racist. But, what they care about is their. But this is so short-sighted and narrow-sighted. Yeah, it's it's myopic. You you have it. You're zeroed in. You're zoomed in on this thing. And I'm not saying there aren't good questions to ask. There aren't. aren't but what this goes back to the point about justice. The only protection, the only protection, uh, for uh, human beings is is justice. Is is Man. God's justice. Yeah. That's what act, it has to be outside of ourselves and outside of our whims and outside of our lusts. Yeah, that's the protection for all men. Um, it, all the old um, it, um, pictures and paintings and statues of Lady Justice. Yep, she's blindfolded. She's blind. Yeah, right. She's yep. blindfolded. She she just has scales in her hands. Okay, and yep. that that's biblical justice. She doesn't justice. see black or white. She doesn't yep. see the poor rich or, or poor, rich. Right. Yep. It's it's and and that's that's biblical standard. The Bible yep. says that you that that judges must not judge by the side of their eyes. Yep. They must not. Um, uh, give deference to rich or poor. That's, right. uh, that's Leviticus. That's exactly. It's from God's word. And but the thing is, is that for the protection of black women, you would for think. the protection of unborn children, for the protection of even basic justice for homosexuals. Yeah. <laughs> like th- this is it, it is wrong. It is wrong to then pick uh, um, to, to side with vigilante mob mob justice. And then and then and then say, well, this is lesser of of the evils, and I'm right. I'm, I'm going to pick I'm going to pick this gun to my head. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to pick this one. I mean, for the life of me, I can't understand why, you know, my people in the South. And this is a different dynamic. I know that when you're living in Alabama, there is serious racial racial tension there. There yeah, is no right, doubt about right, that. And right, so how yeah. you, I mean, they've been going through it for a long time, fifty years. You know, like yeah. and just like since Martin Luther King and the whole nine, the voting rights thing that was yes, there. Sir. You know, yes, sir. There's a lot there, and so it's it's attractive in one sense. The narrative that and they conservatives have done a horrible job with this, and Trump definitely stirred up some things with this. Right. And Roy Moore connecting himself to Trump didn't help the situation either, yeah, right? Right. And so there's a narrative there that they feel if we voted for Roy Moore, Roy Moore then we would be voting naturally against our own very nature our own culture but in reality what the message that we need to try to help communicate is okay let's say roy moore really did something bad in the past okay the difference though is is that roy moore keeps appealing to a standard that's outside of himself right Mm. and that's a standard that we can hang him by yes yeah absolutely if, if he needs to be hung that standard, the Ten Commandments, yeah, right. that he insisted on keeping up at that's his courthouse. That's going to be, yeah. Right, right. We, Which, what measure you meet, that's right. you're going to be we, judged we, by. We, we can judge him by that standard. The problem is, is the other guy and the other guys and everybody else have no standard. Well, and, and, well, and let's The standard just, is just the mob. I can't it's tell just you. just the mob. But there's another side of this, and, and I know we got to run, but I just want to say this. The other side of this is that conservatives, in, in one sense, have done a horrible job of saying, I don't care if he has a problem. It's better than that guy. That's wrong. That's too. the wrong that's narrative. The wrong, that's, that's wrong too. Yeah, that's yeah, not right, helping right, things because then right. it's like, well, I can just, right. I don't no, care. No, 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 no. We we Look, hold the standard and we say, yeah. okay, what I would, what I would have done, I'm gonna say, and if I, well, what I, I would have done, given what I know and what I saw, I would have voted for Roy Moore, and then and then pressed for making sure that there the appropriate investigation happened. Right. 
Right. And uh, you know we still because, should which, press for the appropriate oh, investigation. Sure, sure. Let's do it now. Declare his name. Let's do it now. Let's do it now. Absolutely, well, because uh, because that's the point. And, and so what you're voting for then is a voting for. Do I want the a kind of world in which justice is actually served, where there are two or three witnesses, where things actually have yeah, to be worked out right. through a system? Do I want that kind of world, or do I want a world that runs on mob rule? Yeah. Well, and you you blogged this week. It was it was so powerful. You said um, if if you know what offend, if you know that you say something that offends somebody, and you're nervous about that offense, or you're conscientious of that offense, then you know who your God is. Right. What you fear the most, yes. who you fear the most, is your God. And I think one of the, you know, we see this, we see this, um, uh, the 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 waves are tossing all these voters back and forth, and they're all of a sudden reacting to Roy Moore. But how many black women voted for Hillary Clinton? A lot. Yeah. 90% of blacks vote Democrat. Yeah. And what was Hillary Clinton doing with Bill Clinton and his sexual um, advances? Yeah. Right? She was covering it up. She was going around right. bad-mouthing right. all the women, all the accusers right. who were coming out against her husband. Right. And and the and the left plays this off of us. Yeah. They're, they're totally like, you know, they, they just play this game. Like, yeah. they, they, there's no standard. But then when, but they know that we have one. And they try and hold us down. And, oh, and, they, and they play yeah. it on us. And then a bunch of, con- I think a bunch of conservatives get duped. Are, are, are embarrassed. Yep. Like David was saying. Yeah. And to be yeah, associated with. David French wrote an article this week, right before the election, laying out the case against Roy Moore. And I read it and I said, this only makes me want to vote for Roy Moore. Moore. Well, that's exactly what. And everybody yeah. kept saying, this is a guy. I saw conservative yeah. Christians say, this is a guy who got kicked out of his, uh, from being a judge twice. And I was like, man. But why? Right. Because yep. he, because twice, the reason would, because he wouldn't remove the Ten Commandments, which is maybe a little bit of a hokey one, but I'll give it to him. Not, not in our culture. Yeah, I know. Not in these circumstances. But in, a, in a courtroom, he wouldn't remove the Ten Commandments, and you right. want to throw him out for that? Okay. No, no. Uh, yeah, but I, really? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to him, though. Okay. I'm, I'm going to stand, right. I'm still going right. to stand Fair with enough. him. Fair enough. Softball. But the second one, I'm Obergefell. with Obergefell. Yeah. He wouldn't issue the marriage licenses. I'm 100% with him. And he stood yeah. on it. And, and David for French. For biblical reasons. David French said, you can't have a, a culture where the rule of law is is respected if you will have judges doing that and so he's playing the argument the other way yeah yep. but the but the thing is is why did roy moore not do it because of god's word yep, yep. so he was appealing but, to a higher standard the problem yep. is is david french is getting played by a bunch of leftists yep. who have no higher standard the higher standard is the mob well let me add one comment about david french he had a bunch of alt-right attack him about two or three years ago they you know, i mean they were going after him yep. his house everything they had taken pictures of his daughter and put her in a gas chamber. So I think David French has some, uh, almost some conservative bitterness like here. V- visceral. Of just, this yeah. alt-right, this yeah. Steve Bannon um, kind yeah. of, uh, I don't think Steve Bannon's alt-right, but the Steve Bannon kind of conservatism um, and everything. And so yeah. I think and he's there, also and, lumping yeah. all and, that together. And there really but, are some bad dudes out there yeah. Yeah. Right. that are that are making a bad name. And, right. and there's going to be right. places where we need to, to distinguish ourselves from them. I just... I'm but again, not, it's not the con- higher standard that's right. able, making us able to distinguish ourselves we can make that in the whole process. Right? I'm not convinced right. that Roy Moore was one of them. Black evangelical or born again, however you want to identify with yourself, black women in Alabama who are Christians. I self-identify voted, as, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> who voted for a Jones. What you don't know is that you have far more in common with Moore. You have far more connectedness mm. with more. Right. You are far safer with more. You just voted in your own judgment. Yeah. yeah. And that is that is to your shame. If he's guilty, then we deal with them. It wouldn't be the first time in Christendom that we've had a man to sin that we've had to deal with. That's right. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. So just just so you know, right. you you voted against the guy who is on your side. Right. Against whatever the culture tries to tell you. You have more to identify with and be backing behind in more. And if you don't, you're in trouble. Mm. Man. If you don't recognize that, then you're you're in trouble. Your Christianity isn't where you think it is. Right. Mm. You need an organ. And all these and the, the really sad thing is, and I know you feel this even more, but there's all these conservative Christians celebrating. Yeah, it's not this just moment. them. It's yeah, absolutely. Right. Oh yeah, right. oh yeah. Well, even, the, even to write it, of town. it's yeah, saved. Yeah, yeah. Evangelicalism is saved because we didn't right. vote for a guy, right. you know, who oh, is yeah. accused of being a pedophile. Look, if he is, I'll be the first one to say, "Let the hammer down yep. on that dude. Yep. Let the hammer down." I'm saying, put him deaf. Yeah. If that's the case, but, he, but he's not even accused of. You know what I'm saying? He's right. not even it, accused right. of that. <laughs> Like the right. worst, the worst allegations well, yeah. Aren't, yeah. aren't even aren't even aren't that. even close aren't even close to that. <laughs> oh. oh, come on! We, 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 I know I know you're burning up over there, man. But um, get, what, what are you thinking? I just I just thinking I'm just thinking we need to remind our people, we need to remind our listeners that you know it's it's real, it's messed up, it's crazy. Yeah. But re- remember what George Grant said, right? This is Christmas. This is Christmas. This is Christmas. God sent his son into this world, right? Into this world. And he sent his son into this world in order to save this world, overcome this world. And the darkness is not going to overcome the light. That's right. Right. Amen. So, uh, so Merry Christmas, y'all. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas around here. Yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. I don't you know, know. It is. It's, 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 I want it to look good. like a Jerusalem Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Hey, go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Christmas, and this is Cross Politics.